minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
crying won't keep me on the floor. Once I can heal that wound that feels like you can't take much more. Keep the calm beneath, let your smile speak, cause I know this for sure. Rumors flying, the river's drying, but we still got one more. The helping hand that sticks around when fate is kept so pure. The thought that ticks won't play their tricks like so many times before. Keep the calm beneath, let your smile speak, cause I know this for sure.
JM and the AM, that is the Yehuda Green with uh, Nachamu off the Barcheni album. You heard the Shalshalas uh, Jr. selection entitled Ten Liyad off of Thankful. Raksimcha, Micha Gammerman, Eighth Day with Utsu Eitza, Mamin, done by Yaakov Shweki. Su'u, a great song, uh, words from last week's Haftorah, played it yesterday, brought it back after all these years. Lenny Solomon off of the Rock Mashiach album. And that it's called Su'umarom, and it's just amazing. Regesh Modani opening things up, of course. And we say good morning. It's Thursday on this, on this August the 25th, day 21, in the month of Menachem Av, the year 5776, Tavshinai and Vav. 71 degrees outside with 78% humidity. Winds are west at 9 miles per hour. Another beautiful one outside with partly cloudy skies and a high temperature of 87. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low of 75. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high reaching 93 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 85. We're at 71 here on a Thursday morning broadcast. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. 6.30 in the morning on this Thursday, and I thank you for tuning in. Great reaction on the app to the uh, interview yesterday with Dr. Laz, uh, the one and only Dr. David Lazerson, who uh, really had some important messages about being uh, neighborly and uh, reaching out to uh, other segments of uh, not just the community, but other segments of mankind as well. And if you missed any of that, obviously it's in the archive section at jmam.org and in the interview section at uh, the NSN app. And I want to thank Dr. Laz, who was part uh, this past Sunday of the uh, 25th commemoration, 25th year commemoration of the Crown Heights riots and its aftermath. And he, as he described, was uh, felt privileged to have a role in reaching out and bridging communities. Uh, so we say call a kavod to him. And if you missed it again, try to check it out at some point later today. Amazing day on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. So check it out. And you can comment on the app from anywhere around the world. Lots of traveling over these couple of weeks before Labor Day. So those of you who are um, who are globe trekking or globe trotting <laughs> or trekking to different places around the world, make sure to be tuned in on the NSN app all through the day. And of course, you can comment and let us know where you're listening, which is always exciting. 28 minutes before 7 o'clock Thursday at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course, on the NSN app.
וחם צאלי וחם צאלי ולכל בני ויסי ולכל בני ויסי ולכל בני ויסי וזוהי נויסי קוידם שאצטו בודך לוהד קוידם שאצטו בודך
bit of a problem with our feed from uh, Israel regarding the news, so we will continue through the top of the hour. That's Yehuda, of course, in the background with Hodul Hashem. Yagad done by Eli Schwebel. You heard Ohad and Shira Parnasa. Misha Mamin, that was Benny Friedman. Mordechai Shapiro's Kimal Achav. And, of course, Avremo had Hineni Biyadcha. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listen to sponsor WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app.
מלאכי השלום, מלאכי עליון, ממלך מלאכי המלאכים, הקדוש ברוך J.M. in the A.M. with the Moshav Band and Shalom Aleichem off of the Shabbat volume number one CD. Before that, Benny Freeman's Hine Hine. You heard Shamayim with Nachamu. Nayan Nigun done by Ari Goldwag. Eitan Katz. And Bechab Bitchu. Bechal Przanski at Einod Milvado. And we started the hour with Yehuda at Hodu Hashem. Here at J.M. in the A.M. 27 minutes after 7 o'clock on this Thursday with 71 degrees. Partly cloudy. A high of 87, another great looking day out there. Partly cloudy tonight, low 75 tomorrow. Partly cloudy, a high 93 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 85. We're at 71 here in Jersey City as we say good morning on a Thursday at JM in the AM. Tomorrow, of course, it's weekly update time. Sometimes we ourselves are amazed <laughs> at the number of news stories that affect Israel and the Jewish world during the week. We get to explore them with Malcolm Honeline tomorrow morning, 7.40 in the morning Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. Uh, jmdm.org, NSN app. You can even comment on the app and recommend questions or, or news items if you wish. Uh, we don't always take those suggestions, but often we do, so you can do that on the NSN app, and it's much appreciated. And um, that is a uh, an important focus of our Friday morning broadcast here at JMDM. If you're not familiar with the weekly update, get into it 7.40 Eastern Time every single Friday here at JM in the AM, and we'll go through the events of the week and discuss them uh, at length uh, during tomorrow morning's program. Great day on our stream all day long at jmnam.org with our amazing and incredible Thursday lineup. Uh, we'll give you some of those details coming up a little later on. Make sure you're tuned in all through the day on your app, on your computer. If you're on the road, then certainly on your smartphone. It's the best way to be in touch and to uh, catch all of our great programming here at JMNAM as we anticipate the beginning of a brand new season coming up uh, just in a couple of weeks, right after Labor Day, with great original programming all through the day and wonderful material uh, for you to focus on, for us to present on a daily basis. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, and Esther Basar Biosevalevi, whose first yard site is coming up this Shabbos. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn, Great is the merit of those that support and give of their resources so the Torah is learned. It can shield the person, and it can also give a kapara, complete atonement for them. Even over the most severe of sin, that usually would require a great deal of affliction. The study of Torah brings forgiveness for even the gravest of sins, as we learn 
Omar Rava. Rava said, For the sacrifice, the Korban Mincha, a person may not necessarily receive atonement, but words of Torah study will bring forgiveness. Rav Ephraim Kaplan went from America to visit the Chavetz Chaim in Raden. The Chavetz Chaim said to him, Tell all of the Jews in America that after a hundred years, when all that they acquired in this world will not remain with them, the only thing that will remain is the schus of Torah, supporting Torah. He then said the following, A doctor came to a person that was ill, and he prescribed a bitter medicine. The sick person says, Doctor, I can't take this bitter medicine. Maybe I could pay somebody else to take it for me. The doctor starts laughing. Of course he tells the patient it's impossible. But with Torah the Chavetz Chaim said, it is the medicine, it's the antidote. Such a thing is possible. There are people who don't want to drink the medicine themselves or they can't because they feel they don't have enough time. They're too busy. Bevadai, certainly it's better that they should learn Torah on their own as much as they possibly can. But aside from this, at the very minimum, they should support Torah. They should pay others to drink the medicine of Torah and they will share in the merit, in the schus, equally. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
שירי קטן, הייתי לחם יבש היינו אוכלים. היינו עניים ממש. אנחנו מודיעים בצער רב על פטירתו של מרן הראשון לציון, מועצת חכמי התורה, הגאון הרב חיים עובדיה יוסף. Oh, my God. 
J.M. and the A.M. Maran Shali is a selection from Yaakov Shweki. We are a miracle CD. Ohad before that with Virchas Abanim. You heard Rogers Park and Mashiach off of the Magid album here at J.M. and the A.M. 14 minutes before 8 o'clock on this Thursday here at J.M. and the A.M. Well, with us live via telephone is a candidate for Brooklyn's 5th Judicial District. Uh, Rachel Ruchi Fryer is running for civil court judge in Brooklyn, New York. I'm assuming this is a September election. We'll ask her in a moment. And it includes areas like Borough Park, Kensington, Midwood, Ocean Parkway, and 21 other Brooklyn neighborhoods. If elected, Ruchi Fryer would be the first Hasidic woman judge in New York and the United States. Ruchi Fryer, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. A pleasure to be here. Well, this is uh, quite a distinction. I I guess I should have known that there has not been a Hasidic woman judge in this country till this point, huh? Well, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah. What is your background, and why are you, with your background, pursuing a judgeship? That is the million-dollar question. (laughs) I've been asked that question so many times. Basically, I always say, if you connect the dots of my story then it's just so understood why I want to do this. But my background is a girl from Borough Park, the Yaakov girl, elementary school, high school, seminary, married a boy that sat and learned, supported him while he was learning in Kola for the first 10 years. And I did this while being a legal secretary. So <laughs> my school gave a course in legal stenography, and I became a legal secretary. And I just loved it. I loved the law. I loved what I was able to do. And um, just little by little, as I was doing more work as a legal secretary, I became a paralegal. And then by the time I turned 30, I said, goodness, I don't want to be a secretary my whole life. And at that point, there were more opportunities for girls to go to college. So I started Toro at the age of 30. I, I was still working. My husband was still learning. Um, I had at that point three children, Baruch Hashem. By the time I finished Toro, which was a six-year journey for me, I had my three daughters. That means I had six kids. And then I started law school at the age of 36. So it was just like really a slow journey. <laughs> and I really saw incredible siyata deshmai every step of the way. And um, that's really my story. How has your family, and I guess I should ask in your case, because we're so curious, your community, especially the close community around you, how have they reacted to this journey? Very positive. Nachum, when I did petitioning, when I had to get signatures on my petitions to get on the ballot, so you have, I had to get 1,500 signatures. In Bar Park, we collected over 7,000. So people know me, they know my husband, and people know the work that I've done in the community all these past years. So it's like an incredible, amazing support that I have, Baruch Hashem. Huh. Um, do you think it would, I'm just curious, your observation, obviously being in the community for decades, uh, your observation, would it have been different 10 years ago or 15 years ago? you think the reception or the attitude of people uh, to what you're doing would have been any different? I think so. I think that's a very valid point. I think as time goes on, as time evolves, and we see the opportunities that are available for from people and even for Hasidah, not necessarily just women, but men and women, and we see what amazing um, opportunities there are out there and how we could really make a Kiddush Hashem. My goal always was, I always daven to Hashem, I want to be able to succeed without compromising any of my standards. And we can do that. We live in a great country, in a great era, and we couldn't. People will look at me, they know that I'm obviously very from, and um, I, we get respect for it. Nahum, if you stand up for your principles, you don't compromise your standards, 
people really respect it. Oh, no need to convince me of that. I'm just w- wondering, you know, when, when someone stands out, after all, as we keep pointing out, you'd be the first Hasidic woman in this country. Uh, to, I, don't, I don't even know if a Hasidic woman has run for judgeship. Forget about becoming a judge. I don't know if anybody's ever been involved in the process from, you know, from a similar background to yours. I guess you're right. It also yeah. helps that my uncle just retired. He was a Supreme Court judge here in Kings County. So it's been in the family. I've seen my uncle's work. He's been my mentor all these years. His name is Davi Schmidt from Flatbush. Oh, we know Judge Schmidt, sure. Right, Judge Schmidt. So he's been my mentor all these years, even through my undergrad. I spent lots of time in his courtroom. I remember his election, by the way. I am a mensch on the bench. You probably, correct. I remember the whole campaign. That's funny. Yeah. By the way, you're you're uh, running on. I mentioned earlier that it's likely a September election. It's September thirteenth. September thirteenth. Democratic primary. Right. That's the day that you're going to be uh, on the ballot. Uh, Ruchi Foyer is with us, alive uh, via telephone. She's running for civil court judge in Brooklyn's fifth judicial district, including Borough Park, Kensington, Midwood, Ocean Parkway, twenty-one other. Brooklyn neighborhoods, and uh, she would be the first Hasidic woman judge in the United States of America, which is pretty cool. All right, some of the things we know about you, you alluded to some of this already. You founded Bederech, that's a GED program for Hasidic young men, to help them get back on the derech. Explain what that means. Okay, so it started out really when, when I graduated law school, I had made my deal with a Kaddish Baruchum, that if he helps me get through law school without compromising my standards, when his children come to me for help, I will be there. Well, Hashem wasted no time in testing me. So about 2008, I was on my trip to Miron. I go every year for Lag Bomer. And I was with another woman from the Barapak community. And she told me that she was there with her 16-year-old son who had been kicked out of various yeshivas. And he was not Shomer Shabbos anymore. And I was, I was so naive then, Nachum. It was the first time I heard about this. Sure. And I said, what? In our community, kids are going off? I do so much care of, care of Rehokim. I must help you. I, I, I have contacts. We're going to get your son back into yeshiva. He came back to Barapak, and I called her up, and I said, Ruchi Fryer, I want to keep my promise to you. Oh, Ruchi, before we meet, call my friend Gitti, because her son Yanki, and then I called Gitti. She says, call Syrian. And before I knew it, I was calling so many of my friends who were in this plight. Same, was, same type of situation. It was really very sad. I met. I would. What I did differently than other people was I actually met the boys. And at that point, they were basically about 16 years old. And I saw these kids were really hurting. They weren't bad boys. They were just making bad choices. And um, I wanted to really help them. I'd start making kumzitzes for them. I would get people to come speak with them. I would have Friday nights in my house every night of butter. I'd have sometimes over 30 boys coming. And then I formed a board. And one of our board members was Rabbi Pesach Kron. And he said to me then, Mrs. Fryer, these kids need an education more than anything else. Anybody else could give a speech, anyone else can give a concert, but with your background, help them get an education. And that's when I looked around for a place to give them a chance to get their GED, which is a general equivalency diploma, right. and also get an associate's college degree and, and actually learn a trade. So I teamed up with Branson Ort here in Brooklyn on Bay Parkway. And there, the student, that, that college was made for immigrants, Jewish right. immigrants. Correct. So English is your second language there. So I was working with the Hasidic community, where Yiddish is their primary language. So these boys, English was their second language. And it was really so successful that even mainstream guys would call me up. They say, you know, I'm, I'm in Kolel, and I, I need to you know, improve my English skills. I want to learn a trade. So while it started just for the boys that were out of yeshiva, it really opened up to, a, to a, a program for anybody who just wanted to get their high school diploma and learn a trade. And we specialize in courses in accounting, 
business management, and computers. So um, that was really one of the main focuses of Bedera. And then also there was a yeshiva that was forming in Williamsburg that was going to be geared for these type of boys. And I was very instrumental in helping that yeshiva get started. And I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of these boys. Nachum, I see them today. They're inviting me to their weddings. They're inviting me to the wrists of their babies. They're having, you know, it's just amazing to see what Siata Deshvaya well, we've what a person can do. We've seen a lot of focus on the, on the, unfortunately, on the tragic stories that end tragically um, uh, you know, recently. It's good to hear that there's some great success stories out there. Oh, there are. I just have to look for them. I was at a wedding last month in Williamsburg. And the Chassa's mother pulls me aside. She says, Ruchi, my son is one of your success stories. Wow. Not only did he get his GED and his associate degree, he, went, he got his bachelor's, and now he's a, he got accepted to graduate school in social work. Pretty amazing. Um, yes. You're actually an EMT. I actually am now a paramedic. You're now a paramedic. Are, were you one of the people that led the effort to create a, a, an emergency system for women who are... Uh, you know, who who call and need emergency help? Yeah, so then this, again, is another a continuation of my story of connecting the dots. It's it's my Askanis work, my advocacy work in the community. So some women called me up about five years ago that they wanted to serve and help other women. Would I help them? I was so taken by their cause. I actually went to meet the Square Rebbe a number of times because Square Rebbe, he started this in Square five years ago. Of women becoming EMTs? Yeah, yeah, and, and serving. They're in, in Square, because it's a close community, they're actually Hatzalah members themselves there, and it's all under the Rebbe supervision. Wow. So it's very easy to put something through because there's one Rebbe in charge, right. basically his town. Barapak is, is diverse. There's so many different Rebbe Well, I would there. assume you had some opposition to all this, I would guess. I like to focus on the support. <laughs> I'm a very positive-oriented person. I thrive on yeah, positive but so, but, but but sometimes when we bring up the adversity, it makes your reputation even greater. Um, <laughs> what you've had to overcome, you know? Yeah, I think so. It makes me it makes me stronger in my emotions. It, it, it also it also it also reminds us how diverse in opinion our community is. <laughs> I know, but actually, I keep saying it's women helping women goes back to Yocheved and Miriam and oh, goes yeah. back and predates any organization that we have here in the United States. <laughs> Good point. Uh, and how is that doing? Is that effort still a strong one in Brooklyn? Oh, yes, it is. And it, what's interesting is while we started primarily just to deal with the emergency childbirth, we're getting calls for all different types of emergencies where people just want a woman. Right. Understood. So, it's, you know, it's, it's just creating another option. That's what we're here for. Understood. Yeah. Uh, Rochie uh, Fryer is with us. She is uh, running on the 13th of September in Brooklyn's 5th Judicial District for Civil Court Judge. You heard correctly. She would be the first Hasidic woman elected to a judgeship in this country. Uh, have others picked up on this story, by the way, outside of Jewish media? Anybody out there fascinated by the fact that you're part of this election process? I believe so. I mean, I have you know very many, very many contacts and comments on on Facebook and Instagram, and people are really excited. People really, really are. I think it's I think it's an incredible kiddush Hashem Nachem. It really, really is because people outside the community have this sometimes wrong impression of the Hasidic and ultra-Orthodox community. Sure. And very often it's the people that have gone off who make a lot of noise out there in the world. And I want to make noise from being in, from being on the track, letting people know that we have a great community and that I have a lot of positive support. 
my husband and my kids are my biggest supporters, my staunchest supporters, my parents and my in-laws. It's it's really wonderful. You have any kids who are voting age? Sure, I have grandchildren. There you go. So you have you already have the inside track. I sure do, and you know, with with the community support and with some some siyata deshmaya, I'm telling you, Nachum, it's it's really amazing. You know, I get a lot of chizuk from reading, reading, and, and trying to find stories that will give me inspiration. And I get the most inspiration from the story of Sarah Shnira. She was really someone who was she had opposition. Oh yes. People, people don't that. even realize what kind of opposition she had from all sides. When I was a Bishakov student, I never realized she had opposition. We were never told about that. That's for sure. And there's a book that was written about her life by her, one of her students, Pearl Benish. It was called Carry Me in Your Heart. Mm-hmm. That book gives me incredible chizak. And there was one part that, it, that resonated in my mind when Sarah Shnera teaches her students a certain lecture. And she tells them, tell me though, she says, a Jewish daughter has to always wear a dress with two pockets. And in one pocket, you carry the Pasuk, your modesty is your badge of pride. Be proud of who you are, wherever you go. In the other pocket, you carry the Pasuk, girls, there'll be a time when you see that things may not be right. And you can make a difference. Stand up and be leaders, and people will follow you. And that's how she inspired them and taught them to go to different shtetls in Poland and open up the Shackle School. Right. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Ruchi Fryer, she'll be on the ballot in Brooklyn Civil Court Judge September the 13th. She would be the first Hasidic woman judge in the United States of America. Pleasure meeting you through this venue, and, a, and good luck to you. Likewise. Thank you so much. A Thank pleasure. So much. Uh, Rachel Ruchi Fryer with us here on a Thursday morning broadcast. And America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app.
walking down a long road. I started back then with Adam in the Garden of Eden. We were slaves in Egypt with a heavy load until God told Moses he was going to give us our freedom. Coming home, the chosen people are going to start coming home, the chosen people are going to start coming home, back to Canaan, milk and honey in the promised land, it's one big family reunion in the family of man.
JM in the AM. Diaspora with David Melech Israel. Arye Kunstler before that, coming home off of the Yes Legacy CD. Uh, the Chevra had Ad Olam. You heard Ad Motai done by uh, Yitzchak Fuchs. Opened up the set with Eitan Katz and the Elul Nigun here at JM the AM. 71 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 87. It's Thursday. Amazing day on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. And, of course, on the NSN app, everybody out there, once 9 o'clock hits, make sure to be tuned in as uh, on the app or uh, on our website as uh, Charlie Harari commences his uh, program called The Boardroom. I'll have an in-depth look at the importance of living with integrity. At 10 o'clock, it's Allison Joseph's Jew in the City, her conversation with Jesse Orrit, documentarian working on the film Supergirl about Naomi Cuton, an Orthodox Jewish weightlifting phenom who we've spoken to on these airwaves. Miriam L. Wallach will feature Barry Lyman, author of Meet to Marry, a dating revelation for the marriage-minded and creator of the Meet to Marry method, helping thousands of singles blast through obstacles to finding their perfect match. That's 10.30 with Miriam L. Wallach, and that's life. Live lunch will be at 11 o'clock. The stunt show will be Mayor Ferdig with an hour of great music. And Throwback Thursday, and boy, did we get some compliments about last week's Throwback Thursday, which went back to the uh, Gaza disengagement of 2005, and I thank those who pointed it out and quote-unquote enjoyed the show that we did. Uh, Throwback Thursday uh, will feature a classic edition of JM and the AM coming up starting at 2 p.m. Eastern time on our stream at jmandtheam.org and on the uh, NSN app. Thursday morning at 24 minutes after 8 o'clock. Plenty more coming up. Uh, if you keep it here at JM and the AM, including this one from the Y Studs.
these are the days we'll never forget. And these are the days. And these are the
Jam in the AM, that comes from the Breslov Bar Band, as they are called, and that's the Debka Medley here at Jam in the AM. The Y Studs before that with The Days off of Days of New. 25 minutes before 9 o'clock Thursday morning here at Jam in the AM. Well, Shimon Lefkowitz, who is uh, one of the people who knows that we are um, excited about brand new community projects, he knows that um, anything that demonstrates the growth of the Jewish community anywhere is something that we are interested in. He has brought to our attention that the Fallsburg Community Mikvah is having an open house this coming Sunday on Brickman Road in Fallsburg, New York. Now, frankly, I did not realize until this morning uh, just how important a need is being filled by this brand new mikvah. I just assume because there's such a large population of our community in places like Fallsburg. Uh, during the summer months, that this uh, that this whole you know area of Jewish life had been taken care of already, uh, but Shimon has uh, informed me otherwise, and he does have great news surrounding this open house is coming Sunday. Shimon Lefkowitz, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It's been a long time. <laughs> it certainly has, but it's always a pleasure to welcome you back. Uh, it, it's amazing to me what you what you told me earlier that uh, I mean, obviously we know there's tens of thousands of people who are in the Catskill region during the summer months, and obviously there are people who are living there year-round in different communities, uh, but yet there was no really efficient state-of-the-art mikvah near anywhere in the Catskill region. That's correct. Nachum, I'm not sure all the listeners realize that the country, when I mean the country, I mean all the neighboring towns, um, Liberty, Woodridge, Monticello, um, the, whole, the whole situation, the whole country setting has changed. From five years ago and ten years ago, you have you have developments opening up, um, have been opening up um, uh, all over the place, and specifically in South Fallsburg area, you actually have within the walking distance of this new uh, mikvah, you have twenty five hundred families. Wow! In that in that whole area, and um, it's it's come to a point where people are thinking about living year-round in this area. Uh, there are an, uh, a few bakeries, a pizza shop, uh, I think two pizza shops, I believe, that are open all year-round, every day of the year. Huh. And it's becoming, the, con- the, the country is not just a, a summer home anymore. But um, 18 years ago, if I can stop you, if sure. I can uh, bring back, take, give you some history, yeah, sure. 18 years ago, my father, Omosham, who was a, a, a tremendous, a, a big visionary, saw a need that, that was going to uh, uh, definitely uh, be needed in this area. And um, he went out and bought a piece of property um, on, on Brickman Road with, for the purposes of constructing a mikvah. And throughout the years, he had, um, he had tried valiantly to... Uh, to uh, to uh, raise the needed funds, and um, you know how things go when it comes when there's a good thing. Um, it's extremely it, it gets more difficult to raise the funds. And um, after he passed away, um, I, together with another family, prominent family, our family, Lefkowitz family, and the Gutman family, mm-hmm. whose uh, whose father also um, was very very um, instrumental in seeing this. This mikvah get it off the ground and started. Yossi Gottman, um, together with this family, um, all all we all got together. And we said we need to 
finish and complete this project for the shamas of our fathers. But more important, it is such a necessary thing. You do have, um, uh, you do have in the neighboring towns. You do have mikvahs. There are mikvahs there. However, they're they're you know they're obviously they're ones that have built years ago. Yeah, I mean, t- t- two problems. Many of them are far, and many of them are not state of the art. That's right. That's right. The majority of them. And and to to accommodate. The so growing families of all the, in this whole area, even those mikvahs cannot um, handle the 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 volume of people. The volume of people, you know, you, you know, the people come up. It's it's, a, it's over the weekend. It's just it's just uh, you know. It's a very large it's, population. It's, it's it's you can't it can't accommodate, and therefore, but when we built this, we decided we're building a state of the art. We should not be any different than we have in the. In, in, in the city itself, and to tell you the truth, to be honest, we have beautiful, I'm not sure how many times you've visited this, the areas recently, but development homes are, are being built, so the state-of-the-art homes are being built. And the shuls are nice. Shuls are beautiful, we have pools, we even have supermarkets now right. that have been <laughs> built in something like the, you know, the pomegranates and the gourmets the gourmets or gourmet glots. Of 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 uh, of of the country are now being beautiful beautiful things and we have everything gorgeous nice. So why not have a nice mikvah? Why not have a state of the art mikvah? And we're not talking about you break it up and break it down to you take all the families per family. We're talking about uh, uh, you know a cartload of uh, items at Walmart. <laughs> so after all Shopping. that, that's very good. That's after, really what it is. So after all these years. Uh, it's finally ready, meaning that you anticipate this mikvah to open in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, of course, when we had we had Baruch Hashem, we had beautiful weather, which means that uh, we don't have rain. And our, um, you know, as you know, for mikvah to be uh, to be in use and to be kosher, right, you'll need we some need rain. Some of the, the, right. the rain. So you know, although we're not hoping that it's going to rain, right? Understand. You want everyone a beautiful you, weekend. You're not hoping, but you're hoping. Right. I, uh. <laughs> right. So, but but we we are so excited. We I'd like to say Baruch because it is it is a, a, it is just a, a such a beautiful edifice, both inside and outside. As many of you will see, we're hoping if you. Come, there are separate uh, times for men and women to see, and to see everything was done so perfect and so beautiful. We're talking about marble, with 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 all types of um, of different um, uh, stages of the lighting, the tall ceilings. It's just the, the whole thing is, is is a beautiful, a beautiful thing. We are having um, we are we're planning on having 16 rooms. Um, uh, preparation rooms and and to accommodate the the big crowd. I I foresee that this is going to be a, a you know this is gonna we're gonna unfortunately it's gonna be undersized because we're gonna it's gonna it's just gonna be it, used. it will outgrow itself very quickly. Let's put it that way. Right. The Fallsburg Community Mikvah, the open house to see the most beautiful state of the art mikvah in the country, in the not the country meaning the nation, but the country meaning the, the Catskills. Um, is happening this Sunday. They're getting ready to open the doors, and the open house is this coming Sunday at 195 Brickman Road in Fallsburg, New York. Men are invited between 11 o'clock and 1 o'clock on Sunday. Women are invited starting at 1.30. Uh, for information, dedication opportunities, etc., it's area code 845-915-1200. Again, that's 845 915 
twelve hundred. There's also a, a website you can check it out. They got photos of the uh, construction and a photo there of the uh, final mikvah rendition. Um, the it's fallsburgmikvah.org. It's Fallsburg or rendering, I should say. Right, that's the word I was looking for. Fallsburgmikvah.org. It's fallsburgmikvah with an a h at the end. dot org. You can check that out online. You can donate there as well and be part of this uh, very very important uh, event um, and opening that's going on in the Catskill region. And like I said, Shimon, Shimon Lefkowitz is with us. And like I said, Shimon, earlier, uh, I was not even aware of the of what was going on in terms of um, uh, mikvos in the uh, Catskill region. This is obviously going to serve a great need and, uh, and, um, and be, I'm sure, a very, very welcome uh, brand new building for so many families up there. It's really, uh, it's really amazing. I'm sure I you. May I may add I, that this is backed by 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 many rabbanim of all um, um, different sects. We're talking about the Hasidisha, of course, the Litvisha. Those who want to see the group of rabbanim that are, are are behind, they can also probably go to the website and see people have been there when 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 when. The building was being constructed. Yeah, the on, the, on the site, there's a whole bunch of huskamos of approbations that people could read there. That's right. That's correct. And um, uh, we, I just, I want, I, I just want again the listeners to understand that this was a project that um, we um, we uh, at, toward, at I guess at the last year when we realized that we needed to move this project quickly, and we weren't going to wait till we actually raised the full amount of the money, we took a construction loan because we felt that we wanted people to um, see a product, a finished product, where they will um, come there and just be awed by, by this beautiful um, building. And um, therefore, we took, we took a loan, a construction loan, and um, we obviously, um, you know, that's something that we, we definitely want to finish uh, our fundraising so we can... Um, we could, uh, you know, uh, take care of this construction loan. However, uh, we really, we, we, I, 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 I urge all our um, uh, uh, visitors who are going to be, or, or summer goers who are going to be in the country this weekend, to please make it your point. It's, it's beautiful. The roads will be paved. There will be a parking lot, and refreshments will be served. It's going to be a, a beautiful gala event, and people can really see. Uh, a, 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 a beautiful, beautiful um, uh, building. All right, the Fallsburg Community Mikvah, the open house is Sunday, men at 11 a.m., women start at 1.30, information 845-915-1200. There is a website, as we said, Fallsburg Mikvah with an A-H at the end, org. and Shimon Lefkowitz and the Lefkowitz and Gutman families are responsible for spearheading this. I'm sure your father would be very proud. He, as you said, saw this coming many, many years ago. Yes, he did. He did, and he's probably shepping a lot of nachas, and he will. And I just want to add one more thing: that um, my um, my close partner here in this project, who's who's really been instrumental and merely moved this project along, is one of the Gutman children, and his name is Moishi Gutman. He's been there day in and day out, really making sure that every single uh, item and and has uh, has not been missed. And and it's just it's it's really beautiful. The landscaping is gorgeous. I mean, it's just wonderful, wonderful. We're looking forward to everyone's 
uh, everyone to participate in this wonderful event. All right, Zakalak vote to him and to you. Shimon, thank you. Yeshikoach for bringing this to our attention. I'm sure you'd have a big crowd on Sunday, Mirta Shem. Thank you very much, Nachum. Shimon Lefkowitz, Fallsburg Mikvah Open House is this Sunday. Make sure to stop by, support a yet another very important community initiative. More coming up. You are listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. Oh! 
Jamie and I am wrapping things up with Avram. We'll have him freed here on a Thursday morning broadcast. Don't forget, tomorrow it's uh, weekly update time. Malcolm Holmline will join us at 7.40 Eastern time tomorrow morning. Talk about Israel and the Jewish world and all the different news items of the week that are important to this audience. Uh, that happens tomorrow starting at 7.40 a.m. Again, that's Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. Uh, jmnam.org on the NSN app on your radio whatever method you use to make sure to listen in and participate brothers and sisters in Israel we are with you it's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard a listener sponsored WFMU East Orange WMFU Mount Hope Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial broadcasting live in the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Round the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN. Oh, sorry about that. Of course on the NSN app. Wraps up a Thursday for us here at JMNAM. Amazing programming all day long on our stream at jmnam.org and on the NSN app. Charlie Harari is coming up next. Stay tuned for that at 10 o'clock. Allison Josephs and Jew in the City. 10.30 for Miriam L. Wallach and That's Life. And at 11 a.m. today's live lunch will be presented. Make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.